0: Hey there, y'all. This is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom.
1: Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave, and we took a week off last week. We hope you all came back again this week. If you didn't notice, we took last week off because this is the future and you're just listening to a bunch of random episodes. Ignore what I just said. Okay. Uh join me- no relevance. There he is. He wins the award. Yeah. Uh, joining me tonight is Splint Chest Hair. Who was just talking?
2: I was on mute. How's it going, everybody? Uh, wow, way to make
1: it way to make it awkward. Uh it's Danny, of course, and JD. I'm,
0: hey, what's up, guys? No good intro like him. Like him he did. <laughs> like he he who is
2: like, 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 uh, like I <laughs>
0: Who
1: shall not be named? <laughs> right, right. Not doing it. No real name. No real name ever. Because we give him power if we don't if we don't yes, <laughs> I <respect>. am Voldemort. <laughs> right of the name only promotes fame. okay I'm done oh, wow. Um, wow what voice was that that
2: was a really bad Hermione from the trailer.
0: that was well, oh my God. <laughs> that was more like a a, one
1: of those little house elves <laughs> so, uh,
0: Dobby 2.0 right there
1: uh, Dobby is free does that still make Harry Potter fans sad Dobby Dobby? Yeah, it's pretty depressing, man. That's a, he's <laughs> an innocent
2: t- person. It's yeah. funny that
1: all I have to say is Dobby, does that make you sad? And I yeah, am i don't have to say what I'm talking about, but I meant that they ruined his character remember. in
2: the movies. <laughs> they, they didn't really ruin his character. They kind of just made it so he was only around when it mattered. Like, the right. books, he hung, hangs around all the time.
1: Like, he's one yeah. of three house elves that exist in the whole movie series.
2: Basically, yeah, aside from Creature, which... Uh, why are we talking about this? I don't know.
1: Because <laughs> they released some pictures. I'm of not the... going
2: off on a house elf tangent with you, Dave. <laughs> Harry,
1: Harry Potter's fresh in my mind because one, there was a Harry Potter joke on Arrow tonight, and then a, a, a Harry Potter JFK joke. Try oh, to figure what? that out. JFK Rowling. Nope, nope. Ch- <laughs> Chappaquiddick.
2: Chappaquiddick. Quidditch. Chappaquidditch.
1: So she She's like you mean that game they play in Harry Potter. There you go. Wait, Chippa, Ch- I You know, I might have just totally ruined that... Because Chappaquiddick... I think that was JFK. Uh, anyway.
2: That was... Chappaquiddick is the other... Is the brother. head Kennedy, isn't
1: it? Oh, yeah. It, it, the Kennedy. Let's just uh, say Kennedy. that. Anyway. And oh, what else? Geez. What else? Picture, pictures <laughs> of the new spin-off movie were released. That's why Harry yeah. Potter's yeah. on my mind. But we'll talk... Shoot. We talked about that last week in the Geek Out... Uh, that we're going to record tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> tonight... <laughs> Uh, back in the present of today or whenever you listen to this yesterday or this
2: is more confusing than primer tomorrow
1: like. <laughs> <laughs> weeks ago months ago years ago or now uh, I
2: can't handle this right now
1: if you're listening to us in your car don't text while driving just focus look <laughs> focus your PSA. car drives
2: yourself in the future focus
1: on, <laughs> right right where we're going we don't need steering wheels
2: you just take a nap get to where you need to go
1: all right after that insanity that wasn't at all sensible uh we're going to talk about uh we're going to go into the atomic geekdom obscura vault Uh, we're just going to pick and choose things that we think maybe people did not see or just little lesser known stuff that uh didn't get played as games or movies or tv shows you know that maybe got overlooked that you can still go back in the chronicles of the digital age and find and still watch little gems that maybe cult classics or we could turn into cult classics, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, we'll just no, no real category to start with. We'll just pick one and go around the table. How's that sound?
2: All right. Superty doperty.
1: All right. We'll start with JD. Cause I think he's more prepared than I am. Oh, and also, shoot. cause right. I just said superty doperty. Yes. And because we're just going <laughs> to pretend like Danny doesn't exist for a few seconds. <laughs>
0: this okay. works like, regular life <laughs> yeah well, what, a, what a bummer
2: <laughs> yeah that's what i'm here for keeping it real well, all right
0: sweet all right so my first thing up for you is a movie it's not in english but it's I'm out. absolutely fantastic <laughs> and it's called battle royale
2: oh battle
1: royale anyway. yeah it's
0: essentially hunger games but with little asian children and lots of blood and guns
1: but work it's so, like hunger games but kids die yeah it's, also came it's first. It's
0: insane. Yeah. It came first. It came out in, like, I think 2001? 2000. It, it was a book before that. It, yeah, yeah, it was a book. It was adapted into a movie, and apparently they're supposed to make an American version of it soon. So They're making a TV series. That,
2: yeah, that oh, that was maybe. been rumors um, about the movie TV series for a while now. And I'm sorry it's to
1: say, cool. J.D., it won't be as graphic as the movie because it's being developed by the CW.
0: <laughs> it's well, going to be all hot and hey, attractive. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I have... I have hope. I'm watching the new season of the 100. I and am they are doing some great things. I
1: was going to say the same thing. Like, don't they already have this? It's called the 100.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like it's, I wish it was like an HBO series. That would be great. Yeah. Right. Right. Or even AMC. Even AMC. I think that'd make a great, great little AMC show right after the walking dead
1: or TNT. They know comedy. Oh yeah. Just keep the violence. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry, JD. Please explain why you love this movie.
0: Um, it's just like it it works on so many levels. It is it makes you feel for the characters even though you can't really stand you can't understand them at all. You just got to go with the subtitles. <laughs> but it's the perfect dose of like horror and just action that works so well. So, I actually watched it after I watched the Hunger Games and read all the books, and I prefer Battle Royale to the Hunger Games movies.
2: Wow, they are they are very different despite similar
1: concepts. Yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd say it'd be tough to you know put them side by side, but I get what you're saying.
2: Yeah, Battle Royale is very much like a singular story of those mm-hmm. kids stuck in that situation, where Hunger Games eventually arcs out into the overall world, and it, it yeah. has a lot more world building. What I was just like, what society? What I really
1: yeah, yeah. What I really love is uh the poster. It's very simple. It's got a little circular logo with the Battle Royale thing and then the like a like a shadow of the kids underneath it. Yep. Uh Avengers Arena is a comic book that came out uh in 2013, I think, for Marvel. And it's got like the the younger Avengers. They all get transported to this island and they start being killed. And the po- and the first issue is very much this poster and so i think really? that's yeah, pretty cool i'll try to send that's you a sweet i'll send you a picture um uh okay so yeah. battle royale 2000 uh that's a is it japanese
0: it yeah. is japanese
1: yeah japanese film uh, and that was actually i think in our bubble list for last year for uh our horror films Top ten it,
0: it it was and I'm assuming no one saw it still. So not uh, sense, yeah. It is,
1: nonsense, yeah.
2: <laughs> it is yeah. on the Netflix, so it is easily accessible by all it people.
0: is, and they have closed captioning so you can watch it with English subtitles.
2: There you go. Oh
1: man, I gotta read.
2: so um, there it is. All right.
1: <laughs> all right, Danny, what do you got for us?
2: Okay. Um I'm gonna start with uh something completely different from Battle Royale. I'm gonna start with a cartoon that's on the Disney Channel. Uh all righty <laughs> so uh this is a show Let me that guess. i
1: guess I... uh lilo what and stitch it?
2: yeah it's totally lilo and stitch gravity he got falls. Me. oh he got me he got me It is his gravity falls
1: he's been waiting to talk about this for the longest time <laughs>
2: i've been trying to i i will i will i will speak on behalf of this show as much as i possibly can it is is a brilliantly made show uh that is both hilarious and also extremely dark and very frequent moments um, so it's it's Gravity Falls. It's about these two twins who come to stay with their uh, great uncle Stan, who works at like one of those like tourist trap sideshow dealies uh, in this place called Gravity Falls in Oregon. And um, uh, it, it, the the place is known for all these strange happenings and all this kind of stuff. And it's basically kind of like the X Files jammed into like the less weird but still kind of weird David Lynch stuff, uh, but also <laughs> a cartoon that's also just really, really well written and funny. Um, I don't know if you guys have, have ever heard of Homestar Runner. Yeah. Um, Homestar Runner was a big part of my uh, like middle school age. It was like a, a flash website made by the Chapman uh, brothers. And, that's and now, yeah, and now one of my, one of the biggest, uh, one of the main people from that, Matt Chapman, now works on Gravity Falls, and you can Ooh. see his humor like everywhere in it now. He's like kind of taken over. Um, and it's just very funny. Uh, the, the, the main characters, Dipper Pines and his sister Mabel, are both voiced by J- Jason Ritter and Christian Shaw.
0: Jason um, Ritter.
2: Good man. Jason Ritter. Yeah. And he is a very, very funny man. I'll, I don't know if anybody follows him on Vine, but most of his Vines have to deal with Gravity Falls and working on that show. It seems like he seems to be pretty proud of working on that, as well he should be. Uh, Christian Shaw's character is probably one of the funniest characters on television right now. Uh, she's just her whole po- her whole thing is that she's the most positive person uh, on the planet yeah uh, linda cartellini is on it i believe as well oh. is that her name yeah. am i saying her name right
0: I believe um, so. Uh, Velma?
2: yeah yeah she plays wendy <clears throat> uh who's like uh the, the daughter of a a, a a lumberjack uh there's lots of really weird incidental characters i, I would say if uh, dave you remember the clerk's cartoon yes it's about as silly as that. It gets really, really silly and does crazy, stupid stuff like that That, that does. Um, <clears throat> but it's also got this really cool underlying subplot. T.J. Miller's on it. He does a goth character on it. He's always on. Um, yeah. J.K. Simmons is on it. Yeah, there's lots of people in and Neil
1: it. Neil deGrasse Tyson.
2: Neil deGrasse Tyson voiced a pig in, in so the did, Halloween episode. I guess
1: so does, <laughs> so does D. Bradley, Bradley Baker, who is a big voiceover guy.
2: Yes, it's it is a great show. Um, they're almost done. They just aired the penultimate episode of the second season, and the next one's sometime this month. So, uh, get um, on it.
1: Here's the here's the overview. I wanted to read it just uh, for their summer vacation. Twelve year old twins Dipper and Mabel Pines are dropped off from their home in Piedmont, California, to the fictitious town of Gravity Falls, Rogue Hill County, Oregon. I've never seen it written that way a city <laughs> to, yeah i don't know why live, they over overkill county i don't even know that they've ever said that on the show uh to live with their great uncle Stan Pines often shortened to Grunkle Stan Grunkle Stan things are not what they seem in this small town and with the help of a mysterious journal that Dipper finds in the forest they realize that their everyday lifestyle has changed with appearances from Wendy Corduroy C- Cordu- Corduroy is that right Corduroy yeah, yeah. it's Corduroy yeah. Was, okay Dipper's crush Suze Ramirez, friend of Seuss.
2: Dipper. Ah, dude. <laughs> that's how he talks. Uh, about okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's voiced by the creator of the series, actually. Yeah, he does uh, a
2: lot of voices. He also does the voice of Grunkle Stan. Yeah. Um, and a ton of other people. Old Man
1: McGucket. Old Man McGucket. Old Man Bill <laughs> Cipher. They
2: suck it! They uh, got me
1: good. Friend. <laughs> wow. Okay. Friend of Dipper and Mabel and Handyman to Grunkle Stan, plus an assortment of other characters. Dipper and Mabel always have an intriguing day to look forward to. All
2: right. Yeah, and it takes place over their summer vacation.
1: Uh, Oh, okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Ooh, I just thought of some things I can throw on my list. Comic books. Um, Ooh. Well, that's good (laughs) timing since it's your turn now. Uh, All right. I will start with TV shows, uh, regular TV shows, since J.D. did a movie. Danny did a cartoon. I will do a TV show called Dead Like Me. Oh, yeah. I know Danny's. Never heard of it. Danny knows of it. Uh, It was an old Showtime Showtime television show. uh, In the vein of, like, the the sci-fi or the the serial TV style, Uh, it's a comedy drama about a girl who dies and becomes a Reaper. Yes, she is killed
2: by a falling toilet seat from Uh, a a a falling space station. No, it's a falling
1: space station. Oh, yeah, you're right. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's been such a long time. Um, Yeah. Yeah, Dead Like Me. It was on Showtime. Had a lot of good people. Mandy Patinkin was in it. Caleb Blue. I um, mean, the actress is Ellen Muth. And it's just about this girl who dies, becomes a Grim Reaper, and she works with these other Grim Reapers. And she's supposed to take souls of people, uh, preferably before they die, not after. After they die, it becomes this big, big undertaking. Um, or the, the person suffers.
2: Yeah, the person suffers death and their soul experiences it, so they can't really pass on, and they yeah. become agitated, and it becomes a problem. Right. And most of the time, the story for that episode.
1: Yeah, right. There's always yeah, yeah something to deal with. Yeah. Uh, it was it was my marginally successful enough so that they had a straight to DVD film uh, after the show got canceled. Like they were able to do that, which was was all right. Uh, they brought in the dude that plays Desmond from Lost was in it, and. Okay. uh it's, it's, it's difficult to explain because it's, it's a comedy, but it's also a drama. And it's also got this aspect of horror and sci-fi, not too much horror, but more, uh, you know, uh, supernatural, uh, fantasy stuff It only ran for 29 episodes. And I think that's including the, the movie. Uh, no, it's not. Okay. So 29 episodes and then the the straight to DVD movie or straight to digital movie. Uh, if you can find it, watch it. Uh, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure you can find it maybe on Amazon or something. You might have to buy the DVDs or something, but Uh, you know, or we don't condone it, but torrent it Um, probably on Showtime's app. Don't they have an app? Yeah. It could be on go Showtime or Showtime go or whatever they call it. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. So dead like me, I I enjoy it. It's got, it was that thing to kind of take over the Buffy loss. I guess when the show ended, it was something similar, but not exactly the same.
2: Right. It was an Um, ensemble cast uh, with a main like guy, which Mandy Patinkin portrays for the first season. Uh, that kind of leads them and gives them their missions. Right. Um And that's kind of a subplot at one point. It's like, where is he getting the commands for these people to go pick these souls from? And how... How attached are the Reapers to the right? And
1: game? the Reapers aren't just invisible; people can see them, and they don't have the same bodies that they used to. But we see the characters as their old bodies. Uh, but when a human, like a living person, sees them, they have a, like a completely different, unattractive body.
2: Yeah, they look real normal and, and
1: weird. But except like George, the main character, ends up with a boyfriend at one point. <laughs> like a guy, yes. a guy that like is attracted to her. Like it's it's crazy. Um, but it's funny. Like the British dude, Kalen Blue's character is like a big drug addict and alcoholic and
2: legals up my bum. Yeah. <laughs> why did, why did you do that? I don't know.
1: <laughs> he's, he's awesome. <laughs> like he's uh, the funniest
2: character on that show. Right. Yeah. He's just
1: so eccentric and crazy. Like you love him. Uh, but yeah, they replaced, uh, like Rebecca Gayhart had a character on it and they replaced her with like a Southern bell actress, chick, um, Daisy. That was it. Um, so, I mean, it had its problems due to people leaving the show and i think the the creator taking being mandy patinkin (laughs) right i think the creator left the show after the first season or was kicked off the show or maybe i'm wrong on that um uh yeah it looks like the worst left left early season one because of conflicts with mgm tv uh that stinks um so yeah i say check it out dead like me go go take a look if you don't already know what it is all right jd you ready
0: all right, since I went with an action movie my first time, I'm going to go with another action movie <laughs> this time. Because why change? Sure. Who cares? Uh, Dread 3D. For those of <laughs> you who haven't seen it, with Keith, it's with Keith Urban. Three
2: Ds. Keith Urban. Dread, oh, yes, that's how there
0: they. Are did th- that. Oh wow. Yeah, dang
1: That Keiths because it's in 3D and. It's-
0: that's perfect.
1: It's it's Carl Got Urban, it. but I like calling him Keith Urban because I get yeah, those confused. Keith Urban, <laughs> Keith, oh, Keith is Urban is the country guy. I love guy.
2: this god dang bar. Is that is Keith that Urban? Dang. No, it's it's Toby Keith. It's Toby Keith. Keith. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's Toby so confusing. Keith, I love Look. this freaking stupid goddang car. It's so confusing. All right,
0: Urban. Keith Urban, and then Toby Keith. They're all the same. And then Carl Urban. Who's Carl Urban. A Carl ant. Urban. That's why i met, Not Kurt Urban. Kurt <laughs> Urban. Now
1: we're making stuff up. Ur- all right. Urban.
0: Back on track. Kurt Urban. Dread 3D <laughs> starring <laughs> Carl Urban. <laughs> Go. Urban.
2: Starring Bones. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor. Yes. Damn it, Jim. I'm a judge.
1: Abrams, Star Trek, Bones. Go. Perfect. Right there. And and also <laughs> Lena Headey.
0: Oh, my favorite she's the the bad guy right yeah yeah she's the she's mama or whatever doesn't she fight at
2: the end she's the big old gang lord yeah she's 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 crazy in that movie like she straight up (laughs) like
0: gets into
1: it with dread right like she fights the dude or she does
2: she Uh, fight the chick
0: i think she fights the chick okay
2: yeah because the the movie's not about dread it's about the girl
0: right it is about the girl
1: oh yeah domino gleason was in that i forgot all Ah, about
0: that
2: Dude, we watched the movie together and it was awesome.
1: It's,
0: it's such a it's, good movie.
2: It, it's a crazy good action. Movie. You didn't know what to
1: expect. Yeah. Like it was terrifying because the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd movie, I remember seeing Awful. that. Listen, kids, I remember seeing hey. that at the drive in theater. That's how Dave, old that movie law. is. Right. Yeah. The law. I'm the
0: law. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh my God. This is great. If yes. I could I... change
2: and you're the law.
1: Sorry. Wow. Who is this sidekick? Rob Schneider? Rob Rob Schneider's
2: in that movie. I don't know if I would call him his sidekick. That's his little...
1: That's his foil, I guess.
2: I just... Every time I think about that, I think about the the Judge Dredd episode of how did this get made, and and the whole discussion of the trash robot, where he's like, that's spaghetti in his mouth. Uh, That's such a good episode. Wow.
1: (laughs) Okay, so so Dredd has Domhnall Gleeson, who's going to be in the new Star Wars movie, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Judge Dredd had Max Van Sydow, who... Is not in the yeah, new it's, Star Wars it's, movie. He's <laughs> the banished one. Uh, no, Max von Max von Sydow. <laughs> that's, that's his curse to bear. Uh, yeah, no, Max von Sydow's in the new Star Wars movie too. So uh, there, there's two degrees of separation from Judge Dredd to Star Wars. Ooh. Perfect. It's actually a direct link to Star Wars for both of them. But what are you yeah,
2: gonna do? Honestly, that's um, good.
1: He's also the three eyed raven on Game of Thrones next year.
2: Spoilers? Really? Oh, that I knew. Yeah, that Max Von i was doing the voice. Spoilers. I don't know
0: that. <laughs> spoilers. Well, I mean,
2: uh, how is that? Spoilers. <laughs> you could have seen, like, one season, like, the second season, and know what the stupid three eyed Raven was at this point.
1: But you didn't know he was going to talk.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, what else could he do?
1: Well, anyway, does that mean Okay, we shouldn't talk about <laughs> it. Game <Ugh>. of Thrones <laughs> right now. All right, JD. What did you like about Dread? I don't think you really said it.
0: Ah, uh, it was just simple. It was a simple action movie that had a lot of really good set pieces and a lot of really good action. It, takes it was place in
2: one place. Balls yeah. to the wall. It was beautiful. Yeah, it too. Takes place.
0: Yeah, it was. Oh, the slow mo. was directed. Yeah. Just the, insane. What, what was yeah. the name
2: of the drug? Was the drug called slow mo? Is that what it was yeah. called?
0: Yep. I yeah. Yep. Yeah. Slow mo. It was just so beautiful, and just everything clicked. Like it was just. It was very, very colorful few. too,
2: which you don't mm-hmm. get out of a lot of action movies these days. Like, especially Transformers.
1: What I liked... Uh, you know, like, in Judge Dredd, there was an underlying, maybe, like, love story with with, with Dredd and the, the girl. Uh, I think that was Diane Lane's character. Mm-hmm. Um, like, kind of a little bit, like, a flirting and... Or, you know, some kind of attraction. Like, it felt like it. In this movie, it's just a movie. Like, there's no... It's just action. Like Judge Dredd is not going after Olivia Thoroughby's character. Like it's no, not because happening. Because
2: he's an emotionless, like ho, like ho, uh, What's the word? Husk of a human.
1: Like oh, a, husk. Yeah. a husk. A husk. <laughs> yes. It crowd. Thank you. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I, a good villain in in Lena Headey as Mama. And... She better
2: play villains like for the rest of her career after Cersei. Honestly,
1: <laughs> uh, like, she's good in the Purge. So good I liked her it. in
0: the Purge. I liked uh, her. In the yeah, Purge. she was the best part yeah. of The Purge. Yeah. The first the best one? part of yeah, the Purge sure. Purge. I didn't know that. The second that's... one was just great. I didn't know The till, second like... one
2: is a great movie. Have we yeah. ever talked it about is. this? <laughs> like, The Second Purge is yeah. an awesome movie. We'll
0: have, to do, an ep- we'll have to do an Purge episode. Anarchy is beautiful. <laughs>
2: it's, a, it's, it's really good. It's well, really, it's, it should have been the first one.
1: We'll do a short episode of sequels that are better than the original movies, and it'll be no, just about Purge. Anarchy is coming up next year. Yeah, of, I, I didn't July even know. I did I had no idea until I was doing that list for the Facebook page that there's a purge 3 coming. I was very excited, excited. when I heard
2: that. I and mean, enough people liked the second
1: one. And uh and it's a conjuring great. 2 is almost is ready already. I yeah. I didn't think that was going to be that quick.
2: Um,
0: Wait, what is it? The Summer? Is it James Wan? Yeah. Oh. All right. I, his stuff a is so 7. Hit and miss.
1: <laughs> a post furious 7 James Wan. Uh, so seven? No, seven's the one they're doing now, isn't it? Or is eight?
0: No, furious yeah, seven the one that just came out. Okay, yeah, the cool.
1: Enfield Poltergeist
0: with uh, June tenth. There you go. One week of each other. How crazy is that?
1: <sighs> All right. <But> yeah. <laughs> Back to Jared three D. Um. What else was? Uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. I thought it was great, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people. This has a cult following. A lot of people want another one.
0: And it does. But unfortunately it sold really bad in theaters but did really well on DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah,
1: in fact, uh, a direct sequel will likely not happen in the near future, at least not with the crew involved with this original uh Dread three. I would
2: settle with Carl Urban playing Dread again. That's it. Like and, and I liked I really liked his sidekick. I mm-hmm. forget who plays her, but uh I love she is great. Yeah, she is great in that movie. <laughs> like so badass. It's amazing. They do some cool stuff. And the gun. I really like the gun. Like, the idea of the gun in the original Judge Dredd movie is stupid. Right. Like, oh, oh just shoot, not... like, incendiary or
1: whatever. Avon, like, it... they really they really pl- they really really plotted that out well. I like that. Avon Barksdale from The Wire. He's, like, Mama's main lapdog. Oh, right. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he was also the dude from the running back. I think running back or linebacker from Remember the Titans. I always forget that he was that dude. <laughs> I always think of him as Avon Barksdale from The Wire.
2: And I always think I always remember the Titans as We Are Marshall. Uh, so totally
1: different movies.
2: <laughs> no, they're pretty much the same.
1: No, they are not. Any
2: football movie is the same movie.
1: Well, okay, but no, because We Are <laughs> like Marshall. Any given Sunday. Uh, wow, now you're totally different because these two movies are about true stories, and that Any Given Sunday is uh, uh, not.
2: <laughs> and I'm totally serious.
1: Too.
0: Uh, you're the best part. you're drunk.
1: Um. All right. <laughs> J.D., any more, any more to say about Dread 3D other than it's awesome and if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it?
0: Nah, that's literally literally all I need to. Did you see it in 3D? I did. I bought it. in. Okay, so I saw it in theaters in 3D, fell in love with it, and then I actually bought the 3D Blu-ray. Nice. Because I have a 3D TV, or my dad does, uh, and it's did, just as great.
1: We did not watch it in 3D, and it was still beautiful.
0: Mm-hmm. The slow-mo scenes really, really pop in 3D. Like yeah, you, you when can tell that the those part with like the cheek that. yeah, it's crazy. Oh, the cheek, the I cheek part. That. Oh, <laughs> the cheek part looks so great.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, cool. All right, Danny, what do you got next? Right. Good, good choice. Okay, good I'm gonna choice. switch
2: switch in genre, um, and I'm gonna go to the indiest RPG game thing I've ever played. Uh, it's called To the Moon. You can get it on Steam. It's I yes. think it's actually it was just on sale. Uh, on on Humble Bundle, uh, the Humble Store, pretty recently you can get it pretty cheap. I think it's only ten bucks for the average price, and it normally goes on sale for like two dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really short game. It's maybe two two and a half hours to go through the whole story, and it's 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 not really a game. Honestly, it's just a really well told story in the guise of a game that was made in a thing called RPG Maker. XP. <clears throat> XP, yes, that's for sure. Um, and it's it's like this eight bit style game, and you 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 play as like a scientist who comes to this guy's house.
1: Sixteen bit.
2: kind of sixteen bit. I'm sorry,
0: sorry, I'm just, help, I'm just helping.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's the whole point. There's this. It, it has this kind of um, eternal sunshine and the spotless mind quality where you you live in this world where people at the end of their life are able to travel back through their memories and relive them. Um, from an outside perspective, before they die, um, and and also rewrite that memory so that that person gets to live out a dream, basically. And the dream of the main character that is dying, that this corporation is working with, uh, in the game is it wants to be an astronaut, um, and he Ooh, never looks, was able to.
1: It looks like Zelda, a Link to the Past.
2: Yeah, it has nothing like that. You basically go around no, and no, collecting these little like mementos. Oh yeah, yeah. Style wise, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, but that's like RPG Maker style. Um, I love that style. It's very funny. It's very heartfelt. By the end of it, I I, I cried for a while um, because it's a very wow. It's, it's a, a really very beautiful sad. story, and it's very sad. And um, yeah, it's hard to talk about it without giving away everything away. But that's the basic plot. You 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 go around collecting these mementos that that allow you to alter this man's memories so he thinks he has been to the moon. That's kind of the core concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're making a. The company that made it is making another game, but it's been in development for a while. And this came out yeah. back in 2011. Uh, it's almost. It's about like four uh, years old exactly now.
1: A sequel They did a downloadable mini episode in 2013, and then a second one was released on 2015 in February
0: 18th. What? I wasn't aware. A down, downloadable mini episode nope. was
1: released uh, New Year's Eve 2013 on Steam. Oh, a second mini-sode. It wasn't an and actual then a second, Yeah, the second yeah. mini-sode was released, yeah. Uh, I think we're making an entirely new game. As Finding as Paradise. Game. Yes. Is the sequel, it says. Uh, Alright, then. Game is scheduled to be <laughs> to be released, quote, one day. Yeah, oh. that's see,
2: That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, you can play it on everything. I mean, it's a PC game, but you can play it on, like, Windows and OS 10 and Linux and stuff. So, um, I was wondering go check it out. It's on sale all the time. Uh, I, I usually try to tweet about it when it's on sale because it's, it's one of my favorites.
1: I've played it a couple times. It's a good story. And Danny Mac- Danny gets no money from these people. I and get he, absolutely none. And he still tweets about really, it. <laughs> I just really like this game
2: and more, everybody should play it because it's, it's easy and anyone can enjoy it.
1: All right. All right. I'll change it up. You guys did game. We did our first game, TV shows, a 3D movie, an action movie, and I talked about a TV show drama. I will talk about comic book. Um, I talk about it all the time. Any person I talk to about it loves it and can't get enough of it. Morning Glories. <laughs> what was that? It's, yeah, it's <laughs> a thing. Morning uh, Glories is a thing. Image Comics. Uh, created by Nick Spencer and Joe Eisma. Joe Eisma is the artist. Nick Spencer is the writer. He is currently doing some Ant-Man stuff uh, for Marvel as well. Uh, good, Good Good dude. Uh, Very political on Twitter. Makes it hard to follow sometimes. But um, yeah, basic premise. I'll read it from Wikipedia because it's hard to describe on my own. (laughs) Uh, Let me make sure there's no spoilers. No, no, no. Okay. The series takes place almost exclusively at the fictional Morning Glory Academy, an exclusive boarding school for teenagers. Beneath its placid facade, the school is actually involved in the murder and torture of students, as well as various investigations into occult and supernatural phenomena. The main action focuses on six students from diverse backgrounds as they enter Morning Glory Academy and try to survive. Uh I don't know how I found it or why, but I think it was maybe 10 issues in or 3 issues in, not not many when I found it and I could not stop reading it. Um I wish I still had the original issues 1 through like 20, uh, but I don't. Now I have them in trade form, but uh it's addicting. It's I mean, they just—they des- describe it as Lost meets Runaways, the comic book Runaways, which is a, a pretty good depiction of just the basic, basic, basic telling of what it is. Uh, and I—I <laughs> I just can't stop reading it. Like I can't get enough of it. And it doesn't—and this was even before Joe Eisma drew me into one of the issues. Uh, That's right. And soon, the entire Atomic Geekdom crew will be drawn into a comic book. Oh, oh pretty can't crazy. Wait. Pretty pretty crazy stuff, but uh, I'm
2: all gonna go be a cartoon.
1: N- no, no, you're not, Cletus. I'm all
2: gonna be a cartoon. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. All right, Cletus, take it down a notch. Uh, if I'm you a cartoon. take it, take, uh, go get a digital trade or get get the first issue. Uh, I re- highly recommend it. It goes on sale from time really to time. Cheap. Yeah, the the trades are like ten bucks. Go to Amazon; you can get them probably for even cheaper. Um, or the digital's work as well. It's You're not going to be disappointed. It's very good. You're going to want to read the next one and then the next one, and you're not going to want to stop JD. How long did it take you to binge read the first one or two?
0: The, it took me probably two days to finish the first two trades. Yeah. it' like the first, I love it, but I'm just, I'm really confused. And that's the biggest problem I have with the series. Like it's fantastic. It just, I'm there's so much going on and so much mystery that like you just want to continually read it all even if you don't know what's happening.
1: What I've discovered is you have to take each each issue as its own issue. Like you can't try to read it straight through and think okay, this goes to here, this this you can't try to put it together linearly. Linearly, is that a word? I don't know. You can't put it together that way. Um cuz there'll be an issue that puts it all together for you like at the end of that that arc or they call them seasons. They do it like a TV show. Uh, mm-hmm. so it kind of puts it all together for you while still leaving some mystery like lost did. So you, you just take it at face value and read it and enjoy it. Cause each book is still just as entertaining as the next. It's just mm-hmm. hard. It gets, there's a lot of space timey stuff to, to quote doctor who. Yeah. Um, and
0: I don't, I I don't always think it's laid out in the best way, but it sure. still like totally grabs hold of you. Yeah. Like it is so Oh, it's so great. Like, you just you need to know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. And literally
0: the, 10 pages in, I was I was like, I'm finishing this, all of it right <laughs> now. I have to.
1: And the characters are fun, and like even the ones you hate, you still want to read about them. And, like, yeah, there's just there, a lot of surprising stuff happens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't a spoiler, but one of the main six don't survive.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. I, I literally just finished that, too. <laughs> like that was it, the trade I... Just finished a couple days ago. I'm
1: like, what? No, what? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, they did it.
0: Yeah, it was they, cool. They 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 killed him/slash her, they did it <laughs> right. right. Yeah. They
1: they they are totes dead. All right, uh, what do you got, JD? What's next on your list?
0: Uh, me, I will go back to a video game and I will go to actually a series of video games called 999. Oh, yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, this is my favorite series of video games, and it is essentially what Morning Glories is in video game form. If you mixed it with Saw
2: and added anime, like super yeah. anime,
0: <laughs> like- <laughs> it's it's like these people are stuck. There's two games in the series. These there's nine people, and they're stuck on a ship, and their goal is to get out using like escape the room type tactics where you have to like find clues and get out. And what happens is like, it just devolves into this crazy mythology of like time travel and just everything. And it's amazing. And there's a, like the third one of the trilogy is coming out next summer and I'm just ready. I'm ready for it to end. Is this I need nine hours,
1: hour. nine persons, nine doors? Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: And then there's virtues last reward, which is the sequel
1: zero escape virtues i has to okay yeah yeah sorry
0: and they're games that just they mess with your head and they're just so so well made and every little like there's no loose ends to the plot Hmm. everything connects somehow and it just works perfectly
2: cool yeah it's in a style of like an old like a mix between like an old point-and-click adventure game with like 3d nintendo ds graphics uh, with like some some Ace Attorney type stuff when it comes to style of the characters mm-hmm. and stuff. I like this, but scre- it's like a visual novel, kind of like, kind of like uh, Ace Attorney yep. is.
1: The screenshot mm-hmm. of <laughs> the, the dialogue is well. I suppose that might be useful for bludgeoning seven over the head.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> uses. Yeah, it's like at first, like it's. The story has all different endings. I think the second one had like 28 different endings that you could get. Wow. And like, and based on like what decisions you make with who you bring to certain rooms or anything. And they're endings that are totally different. They're not like, Oh, one person lives, one person dies. Like, it's like everyone will die and no one will make it out. Or like, it's crazy.
1: According to Wikipedia, you can get it on iOS now. Oh, yeah, I heard that that happened. Yeah, Stop. Get it to your, your phone. There you go. That'll yeah. make you happy. Oh, it's
0: only $5. Oh, oh
1: no. Wow, that was quick. <laughs> that doesn't take a whole you lot. You found of, that 5, quick, 5, 9, 9, dude. Like, 999
2: into a search yeah. engine.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. Want to do another one real quick? I know you got a couple on your list, so.
0: Me? Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, I will go back to a movie called Sunshine. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah, a, Danny Boyle It is a yeah, it's a space movie. And it's about like restarting the sun's core using like this, what this bomb, this atomic bomb. And it's about the journey that the crew takes to get to the sun. And it's really powerful and great.
1: <clears throat> That's Danny Boyle's second movie after 28 days uh, later, right? Uh, no,
0: it same. was. I think it was before, wasn't it? <clears throat>
2: No, I think it's around. It's the before twenty eight
1: weeks later. It's it's after twenty eight oh. days. Yeah. Danny Boyle didn't make
2: twenty eight weeks later.
1: Right, but yeah. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, because it Got had
2: Cillian Murphy, Cillian, Murphy his
1: Cillian, muse. Chris Evans, Rose Byrne. Like, yeah, I remember. Benedict A lot Wong. of
0: yeah. great great actors.
1: Uh, I've only seen that movie. I remember being really excited for it because I like Cillian Murphy and I like you know Chris Evans. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm into this.
2: Yeah, this yeah. is before Slumdog Millionaire. After twenty eight mm-hmm. days later.
0: And while it's not like a perfect movie, the last act evolves into like a giant like monster manhunt. The first three quarters of the movie are just impeccable and really wonderful.
2: Yeah, it's,
1: I'd say it's lesser known. Um, it's got big enough names, but yeah, uh, people might not have heard that one. Yeah, at the uh, I time mean, though, they weren't giant
2: mm, names. Cillian Murphy, Chris Evans in two thousand seven, they were. Chris they, Evans was probably were,
1: doing like cellular. <laughs> Cellular. which i actually oh, enjoy that movie <laughs> i like that movie uh it's 76 on rotten 76 percent on rotten tomatoes so ba- back in yeah. not, not another teen movie days that's oh, that's, Jesus. that's way early <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also also a fun movie <laughs> yeah i actually just watched can't hardly wait over the weekend and i love that movie sorry that's a guilty pleasure of mine that takes me back to high school all right um danny what do you got all right,
2: so I want to talk about a movie. I'm going to go to a TV show. We haven't done all the TV shows yet. Okay, how about how about I mix the two? Um, let's go with uh, a miniseries that was on ABC in 2004, based on uh, which was developed. It wasn't. He didn't really create it. It was based on originally something called The Kingdom by a man named Lars von Trier, who you guys might have heard of. Uh, this is uh, Stephen King's Kingdom Hospital. Um, this was a, a miniseries that had 13 episodes. Um, I think it was supposed to be an actual television show, but it just ended up being one season. Um, and it's, it's kind of hard to explain cause it's, it's got this really weird stuff going on. So the way it starts is that there's this character, uh, he lives in Maine and he's running down this road and he gets hit by a car. And then from there he's admitted to uh, a hospital. It's
1: the actual Stephen uh, King story. Is it an actual Stephen King story? No, no. That's what happened to him.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Stephen King gets, was running on the side of a road and he gets hit hit by a car they took that directly from his life um and uh it, it kind of just goes from there In his stay as he's dealing with being in this hospital um isn't he like a ghost or something like this is the problem with the show <laughs> it aired so long ago um uh, it was originally out in 2004 um and it, it kind of did a lot of stuff and that's why it only really got one season
1: the problem with it was like as 13 episodes they like it got delayed so long because of the NBA playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. during that time. And like, I remember watching this cause I worked at blockbuster at the time. And so I was able to rent it whenever I wanted. And the problem when I got to the later episodes, I was so lost. Like I couldn't remember what happened and like, it just, it just lost me. Like, <laughs> Um, I remember liking it. Uh, what's his name? The HRG from heroes is in it. Um, uh, yeah, I enjoy. I remember enjoying it. Like,
2: yeah. So it also features like some people like that. Like it was directed by the same person who directed this other Stephen King mini series that was on ABC called that I also really liked called Rose Red, um, which that has a bunch of people in it as well. It's a that's a weirder one though. They do some weird <laughs> stuff in that. Uh, Stephen what show that King was show? this? Weird. That was Rose Red. It was a mini series. Uh, it was on I don't know like early two thousands, maybe the only late one before 90s. this. Oh, uh, Kingdom Hospital.
0: That, okay that's what i thought it wasn't yeah. coming up there it is didn't lars von trier he did melancholia
1: too didn't he
2: but lars von trier did melancholia yes. he did antichrist he did um he, he's like a crazy guy
1: he's uh the, yeah he's melancholia person. was messed up <laughs> yeah
2: that's messed up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's messed up. What, see antichrist willem dafoe
1: i'll pass yeah. i'm
2: good on that Yeah, don't watch that movie mm-hmm. don't watch that don't watch that movie everybody <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't watch Antichrist.
1: there's wow. no All point right.
2: like just don't i don't like lars von trier honestly um, his stuff's, his stuff's a little, a little much mm-hmm. for me. All right. Uh, yeah, but I, I can't, it's, it's hard to describe the show. I brought it up because it is, it is obscure and I remember enjoying it and it's campy and cheesy weird, um, because of some of the stuff they do. I mean, Ed Begley Jr. Is in it, um, and yeah. there's like a weird doctor who does like some crazy stuff.
1: He's a member of the, like the secret society,
2: yeah, there's a lot of strange things happening. <laughs> there's ghosts, there's a crazy anteater that I guy oh, sees see right. all
1: the time. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this movie's messed the show's messed it's up. It's
2: really <laughs> messed up, but I, I feel like I should highlight it because it's up really messed up. And it was on the air for thirteen episodes. The first episode got like fourteen million viewers. Like everybody was pretty what? excited about it. Because like like they've said, there was there was a giant build up on ABC one. When this came out, like they were advertising it for a while, yeah, fourteen million
1: point. for the first, then dropped to eight, and then yeah, seven. immediately eight,
2: and then by like wow. the, the tenth episode, they're at like three, uh, so which is like good now. Which is weird
1: because nine to- is two point six, then it jumps back up to three, and then down to two point six, two point four, and then finally gets three point seven. Yeah. Like, Uh, Like, who's not watching the other episodes? Just, oh, I'll just come back for the finale.
2: (laughs) You know, whenever I look at ratings and see them on Wikipedia Uh, and stuff, that seems to happen pretty often. And they only come back for, like, the big episodes. It's weird. How do you know what's going on? Like, who lives their life like this?
1: (laughs) Just jerks that come back for the finale. (laughs) Good, it's dead. Now I'll watch it. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. All right. You got another one?
2: Uh, Yes, I do. Okay.
1: So, one that I
2: can... Wholeheartedly support. Uh, it, it, it's one of those movies like Spinal Tap that kind of just feels made for you when you watch it. It's just like, oh man, this is like I'm the exact audience for this movie. Um, it's a it's a movie called The Lost Skeleton of Cadavra. Wow. All right. Um, have you guys heard of it? No. Okay. So I've it sounds it, like a really crappy, cheesy sci-fi movie. Which sounds like is, an adventure
1: of young Indiana Jones.
2: Yeah, which it is. On purpose. So it is a fake bad movie. It was it was it was made in the style of a really crappy like fifties black and white sci-fi movie. Um but it was made in two thousand one. Um that's when it came out. And it, it it centers around the plot of like this haunted skeleton that's controlling somebody and then they're trying to so take basically summon a monster to take over the world. Uh, the, the the description is a bad scientist and wife, a mad scientist and skeleton, two aliens and their escape pet are all searching for the elusive element atmospherium. So <laughs> that's like the that's like the MacGuffin, and then a bunch of crazy stuff happens. Like the cover,
1: like, the cover of the DVD makes it look like a mashup of like seven, like fifty yeah. style B movies.
2: Exactly. So <laughs> that that's what it's trying to be. It's it's a it's a style homage to that and. Okay uh it's very funny like i forgot all about the two aliens that come down cuz that that that's like total plan 9 from outer space type stuff that they go it's it's mocking like ed wood and uh all these all these movies that were trying really hard to be spooky scary but were just so cheaply made that they look like garbage like uh yeah so i just remember the 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 stuff that they were trying to ape is like in in um plan 9 from outer space there's a opening uh scene where the uh, the main character is a pilot and he's flying a commercial airliner and there's just like a like a protractor on the wall behind him and like a clipboard hung up and they're just like, cracking <laughs> cranking the, the like mm. the, the the module steering module things like you're driving like a toy car uh just like back and forth and <laughs>
1: Wait, the it's protractor a... is the... <laughs> really, a protractor? Yeah, like a, a protractor. Wow, not a compass, like no, a protractor. A- like half a plastic
2: just thing on the wall. Yeah, it's like a tacky plastic thing they just made. Yeah, wow. like, a pilot's going to need this when he's flying. Wow, whatever. That's terrible. Yeah. So, awesome. I, I, right. I re- *The Lost Skeleton of Cadabra*. It doesn't have that scene in it, but it has others. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> they made a sequel called *The Lost*. Skeleton the lost skeleton returns again and
1: trying to do a, they're trying to do a Kickstarter for another one. I'll watch it. But the
2: second one really just didn't capture. Like they really got the tone right. And the second one, it felt a little less, it felt a little bit more winky. Like all the, all the actors are being really sincere. Like they're acting out this crazy, ridiculous sci-fi script. Um, there's no real winks at the camera or anything. Uh, the lost
1: skeleton walks among us is on Kickstarter. Um, (laughs) Did it get funded? I don't know. It was supposed to start in June of 2014, so I'm gonna say no. Oh well, there you go. You have it there. Uh, all right, my turn. I'm gonna run through a couple that I can just kind of burn through pretty quick. Uh, so a couple of sitcoms that I don't think many people watch that they really, really need to. Titus. Is, oh yeah, a sitcom that was on Fox uh, when Fox was going through their cancel. Uh, let's start shows and cancel them right away. But mm-hmm. the comedian Christopher Titus takes full blame for that, that his show getting canceled. Uh which he regrets quite a bit now, but good show, funny show, very real show as far as like just a real family uh, with exaggerated circumstances, of course, but just, uh, you know, not your, not your Brady's. This is your, this is the family that lives across the street from the Brady's and across the railroad tracks. Like (laughs) uh, it's, it's very funny. If you can find it, watch it. Uh, Another sitcom from the BBC is spaced.
2: Oh yeah, a uh, lot of people probably got know this one through its creators,
1: right? It's a it's made time. it's made by the people that make Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, um <clears> the <throat> the World's End, the World's End uh, Scott Pilgrim, like it's Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, uh, it's Edgar it's,
2: Wright as the director.
1: Edgar Wright's the director. It's those three that
2: are in all those movies. Uh, so uh, it it's written by Simon Pegg and the other actress i can't remember her name
1: right uh they got the idea for Shaun of the dead from one of the episodes of spaced um
2: starts with resident evil and it's awesome yeah he pretty much <laughs> he plays
1: resident evil so much simon pegg's character plays while, resident evil so smoking,
2: much, a ton of weed and drinking and energy drinks
1: <laughs> that real life turns into resident evil for him and he just can't deal so it's so good <laughs> it's it's hilarious uh jessica stevenson is the other character um okay
2: before we go on about this, Dave, what's your like, cause it, it's like a, it's always like a style homage. It does a lot with like community did where they're doing episodes themed on things, but it's, um, what's your favorite like moment that like, that they do on that show of, of, of all the 12 episodes. I think there
1: are, uh, I don't know. I mean, I like the zombie one that that's always fun. Okay, um, I think
2: I think my favorite reoccurring thing that they do is the joke where the, him and and, and uh, Nick Frost are in a tree and and every time they go back, they have like more facial hair and like weird distinctions. Well, like, or it's, ever
1: since that day, or it's young Tim Beasley <laughs> and normal Mike. Yeah, like, yeah, up Nick there. Frost
2: will just be up there. It's yeah, yeah I I. I, I I always thought that that was one of the funniest things. Ever did.
1: <laughs> yeah. I always like the callbacks. Like one character will do like, like he'll, he thinks he's getting back together with his girlfriend. So he's walking down the street, hits a soccer ball off his head and it's all funny and stuff. And then, and then Brian does it. The The dramatic right artist does it. And like, he gets hit in the head with the soccer ball and falls over and like he tries to hug a lady and she just like beats him up. And like, the, there's, there's so many moments that it's only 14 episodes long. They did two seasons and it's, you could watch it in, like, it feels like in 10 minutes, it feels like, because it's so much fun. It's
2: um, just so, so it's, it's very Edgar Wright, like, it's got the same kind of editing. You can I, see think,
1: ev- I think my favorite moment is the penultimate episode, right before the finale, when they do the Empire Strikes Back homage. <laughs> right. <laughs> where, like, Daisy and Tim are upstairs <laughs> doing the Luke and Leia thing, and then... Aren't she- they
2: rescuing a dog?
1: Isn't no, that, this is, this is when they they try to get Marsha back and they're doing okay. a, a plan yeah. to get Marsha back. And then Brian and, and Ma- Mike are in the van and he yawns and it sounds like Chewbacca <laughs> and like, and then they play the music and they straight up got the credits for it. Like this is back before, uh, George Lucas was all, yeah, you can use my stuff. I don't care. Like this is before then. So, uh, it was, it was cool. People always ask if there's going to be more and they're, they're done. They're not going to do any more of the show. Uh, they there was going to be a Fox American remake of it, but thankfully that ended quickly because uh, fans of the show were not happy about it.
2: No, they did, there was no reason to do it. No. They also tried to do an American IT Crowd,
1: right? Which they filmed Never the pilot. Well, they filmed the pilot for, and you know, I would have watched it because I love the dude from Community, mm-hmm. and they got the same guy to play. Uh, um.
2: Richard Ioi. But now yeah. he, he's a director now.
1: Right. Well, like, he, he doesn't
2: really act anymore.
1: Right. Anyway. Anyway. So Spaced is another good one. So Titus and Spaced are good ones. Uh, I'll, I'll just finish off my TVs real quick. Uh, Jekyll is a BBC drama that didn't last long, but I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, you can probably still find that on Netflix. Um, and True Calling. True I feel, Calling. I feel like... People maybe don't watch that show or didn't watch that show. That's that's Pro- Eliza Probably Dushku. the
2: least talk about Joss Whedon thing It's not Joss Whedon, though. Didn't he have anything to do with it?
1: No. Um,
2: no, yeah. I'm thinking of Dollhouse. Dollhouse was all him, yeah. yeah. yeah, this, yeah. The, the tie, True Calling. True Calling's great.
1: Yeah, the tie no, is, Eliza, right. is Eliza Dushku. Yes, that's Faith, Faith from Buffy is thing. in it. But this show had Zach Galifianakis in it, playing a scientist who is – not purposely funny. Like he's not a comedian. He's just, he's like the straight man. Uh, and it's great. Like he's awesome. And I don't know he, to this day, he makes fun of his role in this show. Uh, oh, yeah. when he does stand up, but like, I, I don't know. There's, it's about a girl who can, she works in a morgue and dead people talk to her and she relives the day over again and tries to save these people or but save. Now
2: that I think about it, it's basically eyes on me.
1: Uh, no, because sort of just like a little bit, she doesn't relive the day. No, no, you're right, which is which is crazy because then she meets a person who does the same thing but is the opposite her opposite, which that leads me more towards Quantum Leap than, than anything. Mm-hmm. Quantum Leap is the similar type of thing, but uh, I don't know. True Calling is fun, I enjoyed it. It's only 26 episodes. Go check it out. They leave you with a nice cliffhanger because the show got canceled. Um, thanks, Fox. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, like I say, I liked it. Um, mul- I'll back you up on that. That was a good show. It was fun. Multiple cliffhangers. They're actually listed <laughs> under the cancellation thing in Wikipedia. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so there's there's that, True Calling. And Jekyll, so check those out. All right, JD, we'll move on to you. we got to wrap up soon. So.
0: All uh, oh, right, I have a newer one that's actually like a indie drama called Short Turn 12. Ooh. Oh, Short Turn 12. Heard- yeah. Yes. yeah. That's with a Brie great Larson. movie. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. So I haven't
1: seen it yet, but I want to. Oh, She's, Dave, it's on Netflix. So it's fantastic. It's on Netflix yeah. now?
0: Awesome. Okay. Yeah, it's super good. Like it's just a really heartwarming tale and it's really sad. There's lots of moments like,
2: where you're like, "Oh no, this could go so bad," but it's got such a big heart that it stays very yeah. uplifting the whole time. Yeah, like it can totally rough.
0: become morbid and like yeah. horrible, but it never feels like it's sad. Like it feels sad, but it feels <clears throat> like optimistic.
2: Yeah. yeah, because of her, mostly. The mm-hmm. character that she plays in that is pretty she crucial to it. that. Yeah, she's very good in that.
0: She's good mm-hmm. in everything. I love Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie, Brie Larson's like the all-American girl. Like, totally would marry her. Totally.
1: I already got dibs. All right, fine. Even though I think she's like already married, but <laughs> what is Is she? No. We'll be able to test that. We'll, we'll find out.
0: larson alex greenwald
1: long-term relationship with alex greenwald musician oh from phantom planet oh man
2: oh and donnie darko i think he's the other he's the he's the lead singer that's in the movie with. He
1: played the uh, sociopathic school bully Seth De- Seth Devlin in Donnie Darko alongside. Yeah, that's oh, a pull for you. Nice, it. nice alongside, pull. Wow,
2: alongside Seth Rogen. Don't even say it.
1: Well, I actually said alongside, yeah, like, no, alongside geez, his yeah. actual friends, Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen.
2: <laughs> yeah, but didn't like your dad kill your mom? <laughs> that's yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> nice, nice,
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> He's also the man responsible for the song California, which was the theme song for the OC. This is the OC, bitch. Nice. The, the <laughs> oh, yes. I admittedly had OC parties to watch that show.
2: I watched the OC crap of that parties? show. Until, until Marissa died, I watched the crap on show. Spoilers! Of that. Oh, come on. Season three. <laughs> She flips a car and dies. Ryan Atwood cares her body.
1: Oh man! And then they (laughs) they recast her little sister to be Thea from Arrow. Yeah, they recast her so that it
2: was less weird when somebody tried people tried to date her. So she could be
1: older, right? And they could they could do the the next generation of the OC. All right, all right. What else you got? Short term twelve. Top
2: Oliver. Sorry.
1: Short term (laughs) twelve. Yeah, that dude. That was nuts. All right, short term twelve. That was yes. I can't wait. I'm gonna add it to my Mm -hmm. my queue as soon as we're done. Yeah
0: add it super good all right mm-hmm. um what do you got horror movie called monsters That's oh awesome. i love I that really movie like. yeah low budget uh I, I super don't, low budget i
1: don't know why amazing. but the fact that the two people in the movie are actually married in real life adds to it for no
0: me. yeah they're not yeah.
1: yeah yeah oh i know that That's for perfect. some for some reason it adds a level of cool to it for me it does
2: well they, they it seems like they actually give a crap about each other which is important in that type of situation where and, they're basically just trying to keep each other alive right right mm. scoot
1: McNary is the main guy it's only two characters really
2: scoot yeah, McNary and
1: whitney abel uh gareth edwards is this is his first movie um yeah i'm sorry i'm taking the lead for you but that's uh, no, i, I love this movie i can't remember how it's i found so it
0: good. I, I found it on netflix because i was like oh this looks like a cheesy monster movie and i was like so not It's just so wonderful.
1: I don't know. Maybe I heard from it, like, on a podcast, because I know it was at, like, South by Southwest, and that's Mm -hmm. how it started. Uh, Because I know I didn't watch it on Netflix the first time I saw it. Uh, But, yeah, dude, good movie. Too bad they made the sequel, because the sequel is awful.
0: Yeah, I heard the sequel wasn't good, so Uh, I stayed away from it for, like, the plague.
1: Yeah. Because the original people had nothing to do with it, of course, so trying to get, yeah, but it's about like uh, a certain area of the world is like cordoned off because of South America. Yeah. yeah Like South
0: America, Mexico area.
1: Yeah. A NASA probe crashed and all of a sudden these giant monsters started showing up. And so they've like called it the infected zone and you're not allowed to go through there. But Scoot McNary's character is like a photojournalist who's trying to get his boss's daughter home. And they go through this infected area and this, the, the, the ending of the, uh, I don't want to give it away. You can't do it.
0: Um, um, don't tell anyone by, by reveal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Their interactions are fun. And Scoot McNary, you're actually going to see he's becoming a bigger actor. Now he's going to be in Batman v Superman. He better be. I mean, his name is Scoot. Yeah. Ugh. This is the guy everybody thought was going to be the flash. <laughs> I mean, his name is Scoot,
0: right? Yeah, that's like literally like Scoot your boot. Let's go. Oh, he was
1: in yeah. Bar- let's do this flash. He's, he's in Argo. He's in Gone Girl. Uh, he did Argo? that. Yeah, Argo. Yes. Fargo. No. Argo.
2: Argo. Argo. Ar- 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 sequel yourself. to Fargo.
1: Yeah. No, no, I'm done with you. Um, cool. what? Uh, wow, this Wikipedia doesn't even list him in that movie. Batman versus Superman. That's crazy. No, yeah, maybe he's barely in it. Yeah. Uh, right. I don't think anybody knows his character yet. Anyway, who cares? He's in it. That's awesome because he's a good actor and monsters is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh Yes. Very much like an indie sci-fi movie. It's great. It works. Yes. Very good. Do Especially you... that the final scene at the gas station is crazy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very
0: yes. good. So, just so ooh, chilling.
1: Turn, turn the lights out. Sit and watch it with your significant other. If she or he tells you, I don't like sci fi movies, tell them to shut up. And it's not about the sci fi, it's about these two people.
2: Yeah, it's got a exactly. District 13 kind of vibe. That's all sci fi. District 9? Yeah. <laughs> district 9?
0: District, district 9, yeah.
1: District 13 is from The Hunger Games.
0: Right. Yeah, district what to say. <laughs>
1: uh, yes, Mocking J2, coming soon. Anyway, um, yes. all right. Do you have another one? I'll give you one more. Uh- uh, no, I've got no. it. That's okay. all. All right, Danny, what do you got? You can hit me with two quick ones. All
2: right, I got two and they'll go quick. First, I'm going to talk go one that me and you can both talk about. uh It is a movie that I bring up at any chance, frailty, because mm-hmm. um, nobody saw this movie, I feel like. <laughs> it came out in 2001, stars Matthew McConaughey, directed by Bill Paxton, who is also in it. Um, it, it, it's basically the way the Tories it, it, it's, it's okay. Here's the plot. A man confesses to an FBI agent, his family story of how his religious fan fanatic father's religious fanfic is what I almost said. I um, was <laughs> religious fanatic father's visions lead to a series of, mis- of murders to destroy supposed demons. Basically the whole movie is framed around, uh, Matthew McConaughey telling powers booth an FBI agent. That his father has committed these murders, uh, but he was told to by an angel who was telling him to kill demons. Right. Um, And and, and then the whole thing is told through flashback of Matthew McConaughey as a child being raised by Bill Paxton. Um, And that's most of the movie. You see Matthew McConaughey very little in this movie. Um,
1: Uh, Right. He's just sitting there telling the story to Powers Booth, and then we get the flashbacks, and then it's all about Bill Paxton and these two kids. Yes. uh, And he's a single – yeah, Fenton. Um, Fenton, Meeks. Fenton Meeks. Fenton yeah. Meeks is just, Fenton it sounds Meeks. like a serial killer name. <laughs> it's a great
2: name, too, honestly. Yeah. Uh, um, and then Adam the Meeks. The kid who yeah. plays him is really good. Uh, both yeah. those kids are, are super, good. they do a, a good. lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Matt O'Leary, yeah. who's like now in a ton of stuff, I feel like. Um, that's young, like that's young Fenton. Yeah, he was in Brick. That's what I remember him from, and he was also in Live Free or Die Hard. Anyway, um,
1: good. Yes. So
2: yeah, yeah. basically, uh, yeah, I, it's just this crazy movie that has a, an amazing plot. Oh, Yeah, and, he was and, Brain
1: in Brick. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. And
2: he also he just has it has a it has a twist. I will say um, tw- at the end, uh, but it's so good.
1: <laughs> a tw- it's a huge
2: twist. It's a huge <laughs> twist. Yes. 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 Um, but it was, it's I would say there's two. One. It, I would say
1: there's two huge twists at the end, and oh, we can we can talk one? we can talk about it off here. Okay,
2: okay, because I don't know. This that is, that is
1: like. a like JDA. Really, I'm serious. You need to watch this movie. You all. All right, where can it I find it? It is a it? great
2: movie. I'll look. Uh,
1: Danny, keep talking. Yeah. I'll look.
2: I don't. I don't know where you can find it at the moment. I I, I have it on DVD. That a DVD copy I've had forever. I feel like, because um, I refuse to give it up. <laughs> mm. just, I watch it every once in a while. It's still good. That's the kind of movie it is. It does have these twists. In it, but it's so well told and so well conceived and acted and portrayed and directed that it just really—it's a just a a great story. Like it's such a great idea in its core, like the idea of a single father just kind of loses it. It feels like that's what you seem to think, or maybe something even crazier is happening. He actually is hearing voices from somebody telling him to kill these demons. Um, and the scenes where they actually commit the murder. And then there's a scene where they build a shed where they keep the demons. It's a crazy movie. Um, but it's, it's, it's very, very good. It takes place, I think in like the fifties,
1: something like that. Uh, no, cause it's present day when he's telling the story. So I so it's, it's like, like the seventies or the sixties.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's good stuff.
2: Um, you can get it, you can
1: it on get iTunes. It. I don't see it on, on Netflix. Um.
2: It's up there with like stir of echoes of like underrated horror movies. Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes is a creepy mm, movie. Okay? That's Kevin Bacon,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. That and movie they have like is seven straight up. to straight to DVD movies. Yeah,
2: don't bother with those. The first stir of Echoes, though, there's a reason they oh, made man. all those straight to DVD movies.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, you can rent frailty on iTunes for four bucks.
2: <laughs> it's worth uh, it. Yeah. I mean, you could watch it right now on Amazon for two ninety nine.
1: Oh, there you go. All right. Yeah. There you go. We'll um, do. Um... um
2: so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just – it seems like it never really got a lot of attention. I never hear anybody mention it when they talk about Bill Paxton. Like he made a he, – he like full-on made a movie and nobody seems to care.
1: He full-on <laughs> made
2: it. He full-on made this movie he and he's like in it.
1: <laughs> OK. All right. <laughs> this is his directorial debut too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, my last one uh, features one of my favorite actors. Uh, I fell in love with this man uh, on Six Feet Under. He plays the main character, uh, Peter Krause. Uh, he's also on Parenthood now, I think, is the show that he's currently on. Um, Dak Shepard? No, no, no. I just said his name, Peter <laughs> Krause. I know. Um, uh, there was this, uh, this mini series called The Lost Room. You guys know this
1: one? Uh, yes, because we talked to the creator on our podcast. Yeah. yeah, you
2: did. I totally listened to that episode. It was awesome. You're a liar. You did not. <laughs> no, no. I listened to that episode. All right. I did. I also listened to yeah, the one uh, with Andy Weir after you guys did The Mar after I finished reading The Martian.
1: I Shut hope you up. Because so Christopher <laughs> Christopher Leone also created Parallels, which is on Netflix, and it's amazing.
2: I don't know why I haven't watched that yet. I still haven't watched it.
1: Go ahead. Lost um, Room sci-fi miniseries.
2: Yeah, it's a sci-fi miniseries. Uh, The the, the, the short synopsis of it is that a guy, while investigating a murder, discovers a key for uh, some hotel room. Um, And then when he goes into that hotel room, it opens up a portal to another universe outside of time and space. Um, And then there is these strange objects within the room that, when removed, have special powers. Um, It is awesome. Like just oh, you're really describing good. it way
1: better than I did when we were talking yeah. to him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it. I really like that. I've seen it a bunch of times now. I have it on. I have it on DVD and stuff. It's Doesn't it's just the, really well told sci-fi.
1: The good wife is in that movie, that right? Uh, Julianne yeah, Moore. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She's the uh, another agent or something. Okay. She's uh, my cat is being very loud. Uh, <laughs> we can't hear it. Okay. Good. <laughs> I can't. Do this. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I don't even know what to say about it because it's very like. It's a sci-fi show, so it's pretty right. convoluted, and it's got a lot of plot going on.
1: I remember um, walking by this DVD all the time at Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know.
2: I, it just sort of kind of came and went when it first happened, when it came out. Uh, like It came out the year I graduated, so um, that hey. and nobody really paid much attention to it. And I, th- I think that's undeserved. You can also watch this on Amazon if you're interested. <laughs> um, I don't know anywhere else. So <laughs> i brought to you by Amazon. Not, not if you have uh, the
1: new Apple TV. You can't.
2: No, you can't. How dare (laughs) you try? Um, Yeah, I I, I just, it's hard to describe. It's very very well made, is all I can say. And the people behind it clearly are
1: very talented. Geniuses. All right. Okay. I'm going to run through a bunch of them real quick. Uh, These are stuff you can add to your list of things to watch if you have never seen it. And I think you guys are going to have a couple new ones here. These are movies. First, I'll start off with a comic book that we talk about a lot. Me and Jenny do. Witches. W y t c h e s by uh, a genius named scott snyder uh if you like horror witches is your thing it's a short run for the first arc they're gonna be doing the second arc next year uh check it out it's awesome okay so movies um i had frailty on my list uh before danny brought it up but uh, there's there's a movie called another earth
2: oh another earth the other melancholia yeah, but better. (laughs) I know, I know, but it's like the, it came out the same year and it had a similar plot.
1: Right. Uh, another earth real quick. The plot is a 17 year old girl. Who's got a huge future ahead of her. She's genius. Gets into an accident and kills a family. Um, leaving a man alone. Uh, William Mopother, Maypother. I can't remember the dude from lost. He's crazy guy from lost Ethan. Um, he plays the dad who loses his family uh, in the background of this, this very sad story, there's another earth that appears in the sky, uh, like, you know, like the moon does, you know, out there and it's, it's there and they're planning a trip to go see what's there. And that's it. That's all I'll say. Uh, it's basically, you can draw your own conclusions. Like if, is his family still alive there? You know, that kind of thing.
2: Oh, like, is it a parallel Earth, or is it, it just a separate world? Into right,
1: itself? and in fact, the Penguin from Gotham, Robin Lord Taylor, he's in it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's awesome. Um, I, I highly recommend it. It's very underrated, very very small film. Nobody really knows about it. It was made for $100,000, and it's made almost $2 million, or, and it came out in 2011, I think. Shoot. So, uh, it, it was on Netflix when I watched it. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. So, Another Earth. Check that out. Uh, in your eyes is a Joss Whedon movie that came out recently.
0: I love it.
1: It is a great movie. Uh, it's something he's wanted to make for a long time, but just, I guess, couldn't, uh, didn't have the time. It came out in 2014, uh, stars Zoe Kazan and Michael Stahl David. Michael Stahl David's from Cloverfield and, uh, uh,
2: oh, I was, uh, he the main character
1: from Cloverfield, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he's in the black Donnelly's and he's a good actor. Oh yeah, The Black Donnellys. I right. forgot about that show. Right. <laughs> uh basic premise follows Dylan and Rebecca. They live on opposite sides of the country but are able to sense what the other is feeling despite being strangers. Like they can they start off as as children and he sees her like getting like a sledding accident. Um and then just kind of forgets about it and then she sees something from him and it just kind of goes from there and it's just a story of these two people connecting and talking to each other without being on phones, like just some weird thing happens and they could do it. And it's, it's not even about this power they have. It's just about this, these people. It's another one of these stories, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's written by Joss. He didn't direct it or anything like that. Uh, so I highly recommend checking that one out. Uh, I don't know where you'd find it uh, again. I'm sorry. Uh, in your eyes is the name of that movie. And I know JD has seen it and I, and
0: it's really good yeah i thought it was gonna be really it's like i looked like a really dumb romance comedy but i found i really really enjoyed it a lot
1: yeah now there's not many if any good paul ws anderson films uh what are you
2: talking about three musketeers dude
1: (laughs) paul ws anderson is the man responsible for the original mortal Kombat movie uh, resident a lot, if not all, of the Resident Evil movies. Uh the yeah. the DOA Dead or Alive movie, Death Race. Uh they made a they made a, they made a Dead or Alive movie? Yeah, dude. It has uh <laughs> So many doesn't have great boob physics. So many attractive women in this movie,
2: yeah. I mean, like, that's and, the only thing those re- the reason those games exist, right?
1: Devin Aoki, Jamie Presley, Sarah Carter, like, just some gorgeous women, and then also Kevin Nash from WWE and WCW because <laughs> he can, because why not? <laughs> um, if you're gonna get the best, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. But he did make one, you know, and I don't mind the Resident Evil movies, I should kind of preface that. Uh, he's not, no, I mind those. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he made, that standpoint he made a movie that was very bizarre, and I still love it to this day, called Pandorum. I oh, love with, um,
0: Pandorum. Pandorum with oh my 24 God. Man? With what? With
1: 24
2: Man. What's his name?
0: No, it's with, with Dennis Howard. Quaid. No, it's with Dennis Quaid oh, and Dennis Ben Foster. Quaid. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like Dead Space, a little bit. A little bit, yeah.
1: There's just these two, two eight astronauts, apparently, wake up on this like ARC-style ship where they were taking all these uh, humans to go to another place and live, and they were in hypersleep for I don't know how long, and they wake up and crazy stuff is happening. The yeah. ending is amazing. There's a nice it twist is. a nice twist at the end uh, that you just don't expect. I don't know about you. I didn't see that coming.
0: <laughs> I don't think I did either. But...
1: Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Daryl, Norman Reedus, is in this too for a little bit. Uh, not a big... That's so
2: funny that you say that, because I was just about to bring up that movie he was just in where he plays a scientist. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. There was a, this movie. It's oh man, what is it called? Something about like air or something. Mm. Like um, the air we breathe or something like that. I feel Norman like Reedus is called. in it. Norman Reedus is in it. Um, ah, oh, I'm looking it up right uh, now. I'll okay, go it. ahead. Uh, I got it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's called Sky or Triple Nine or Air.
2: <laughs> air. It's called Air. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally is okay all,
1: all right so pandorum is good post-apocalyptic science fiction film i mean i'm a big fan of ben foster so i think that's what brought me in to begin with and then dennis quaid is back to dennis quaid form of being awesome in this movie as well and it's was it a bug hunt dave mm, yes and no
2: <laughs> he's the one who says that right bug hunt yeah in it's Wall- a bug hunt man no. isn't, that, is, isn't he the one who says that in aliens
1: i don't jd i don't know i'm not sure (laughs) you're an alien you're the aliens man i am
2: i
0: don't remember though
1: he's in that right no who am i thinking of i don't know who you're thinking of he's not it. this is the dude from frequency and the day after tomorrow
2: who's the other guy i'm thinking of
1: from aliens or alien from
2: aliens the guy who like freaks out like game over man (sighs) who's that
1: guy Dude, we are just coming off as horrible, horrible <laughs> geeks right now. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, no. Um, so bad, Bill Paxton. Games,
2: Bill Paxton. Thank you. We're oh, just right. talking about
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was terrible. We're awful, awful geeks, and we apologize to you all.
2: Okay, so okay. Okay. Yeah, so sorry, Pandorum
1: uh, is good stuff. Yeah. And then real quick, uh, I think a lot of people have seen it. They're doing a sequel. Tucker and Dale versus evil. Oh, yes. yeah, is a great movie that needs to be seen. Uh, by all. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's it's very, it starts off the, like it's going to be just like in uh, Cabin in the Woods style, like flipping it on its head. But it's so different and so awesome. And I am, Uh, I have a man crush for Alan Tudyk. I just watched, binge watched all the Con Man episodes he did. That's a show he created on, on Vimeo. Mm-hmm. Basically about his life. It's hilarious when he talks about his role on Justified. Like
2: he, oh the role of Justified is so good. He flat
1: out like he's like I'm always in these sci-fi movies and 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 stuff and she, she's like well you were you just did an episode of Justified and it's a fictional character he's talking about on okay. a fictional show that's like Firefly but the Firefly exists in this universe because Sean Mayer is in the in the thing and he talks about Firefly so it's okay. it's hilarious so that universe exists and whatever he's so he's talking about it. he's like yeah I did Justified and he's like he's like yeah I did it it was supposed to be five episodes but then they killed me why does Hollywood keep killing me. It's hilarious. Uh I recommend God bad it. But Alan Tudyk is in Tucker and Dale vs. Evil and he's great. And I uh and his, his brother, I think it's his brother or his best friend, uh Tucker and Dale. Uh it's great. Uh you both have seen it, it sounds like.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's a really funny movie. And, yeah, it's a great movie. And they're doing a sequel.
2: I can't wait. All right. So before we wrap this up, I just want to say the movie starring Norman Reedus, where he lives in a future where breathable air is non existent and he plays an engineer trying to just rediscover air, is called Air. There you go.
0: All right. That's cool. (laughs) It's a good title,
2: right? Yes. Just want to see him play an engineer. That's oh, scary. this
1: is terrible news. Just, we can close the show on some bad news. How's that? Sweet. No. All right. A movie I watched okay. over the weekend, the holiday, we- or Halloween weekend, because I just love this movie and I haven't seen it in such a long time, is The Crow the- with Brandon Lee. Oh, uh, Crow. Uh, just a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. Not, not at all like a unknown movie, but The Crow remake is actually going to happen and start shooting in spring of 2016
0: why good. is it a bad thing because
1: they've been trying to do this for so long that it makes me terrified that they're actually going to do it uh, like the, the like, first crow is you know the first crow is so good it's crazy that it's good because he didn't finish filming it like they had to redo the story because he got killed during the movie
2: yeah they Paul Walkered it before Paul Walker was Paul Walkering
1: right like wow and they did it. They did a good cool. job. You can't tell. Like you really can't tell. It's a very
2: dark movie, to be fair. And he's yeah. got
1: face paint on. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, and he was a good actor. Like it was weird how good of an actor he was. Um, and and just for what happened to his father and then to him, like it's so weird. But The Crow was such a good movie. I like. I like I could almost quote the entire thing. But do, yeah, do
2: we want to talk about the story of The Crow. Wasn't that that notorious story where uh, a, a gun was loaded with a non blank
1: um it's a weird story because i mean I think people know if they've seen the yeah. movie they know the story like he got shot with with a bullet and the person that's supposed to be supervising these things they sent him home early um and the guy that loaded the gun didn't know that this gun had an actual explosive device in it, had it. a had live, live round li- it of it.
0: oh jesus that's um, horrifying
1: so he got shot and the actor that shot him is actually uh uh he's done other things but he like took like a year away. Like he couldn't be around people for like a year.
2: Yeah, how could you? Um, yeah,
1: I mean it wasn't his fault. But no, you, of course you but, like, shot somebody. Like that's, somebody. Like, yeah, that's yeah. you
2: killed the person. Yeah, yeah, that person is no longer alive. Because and again,
1: of you, even if it wasn't your fault, no blame to him. But yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's how you look at it. Like uh, I gotta find his name, Michael Massey, uh, the guy that played Funboy in The Crow. That's He's,
0: horrifying. He was
1: in Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Like, uh, yeah, it's 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 upsetting. Um, like you really feel for him and his, his sister, his wife at the time, uh, Ernie Hudson was in that movie and he, uh, wasn't happy about what happened, but, uh, nobody was like the whole crew. There's that hard time going back and filming after that.
2: Well, it almost like it's like, it's kind of like stuff like this kind of happens on movies on occasion. I mean, there's the big famous twilight zone incidents with the helicopter Oh, that,
1: and uh, wasn't, like, the, the cast and crew of Poltergeist, like, cursed?
2: Yeah, that's slightly different. Like, these but are people, this... like, actually dying on set. But, right. like, Poltergeist is, like, yeah, a bunch of unfortunate events happened to people over time. Sadly, they are also all also all in this movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the theory behind that is that, like, some of the skeletons they had used in the original Poltergeist were real skeletons. And then they had Holy been shit. cursed because of it. Which is
1: just stupid. Like, your movie Which is talking about like, this. <laughs>
2: This also sounds like publicity. Like it sounds like somebody could have made it up for publicity. Like yeah. overused. Oh yeah, yet. sure, sure. Uh
1: yeah. wow, Crow is on Empire's 2008 500 greatest movies of all time at 468. I think it should be higher, but that's just me. Um when you're getting that like <laughs> like 500, I mean. Yeah.
2: It's uh, so much.
1: That's remember, so many. Uh,
2: that's so many movies.
1: I remember owning the soundtrack on cassette tape. <laughs> I remember oh, wow, yeah, that soundtrack Dave, is got as heck. on my Walkman. Sony Walkman, thank you very much. Before Uh, skip protection. Yes. Uh, The Crow was a comic book before it was a movie. Uh, They do have comic books that can be read to you via the audiobook format. JD, tell us all about it.
0: Hey, guys. Do you like comic books, books, even more books, and then those other comic books that I already said like two times? (laughs) Well, then, if you do and you like them being read aloud to you, because you're lazy, then go to audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. You won't be disappointed. You'll get a free download for anything you want, but it has to be a book or comic book. You'll also get a free 30-day <laughs> trial. So go there, audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Get some cool stuff. Help us out. And then read.
1: Help yourself out.
2: Make
0: Verbally make, read. Make our generation yeah, Make yourself smarter. a better person. Why, right. don't
2: you, why don't you get the audio version of The Secret? Just really figure it out.
1: The secret. What a nerd!
2: I'm not a nerd. That was the secret. Is just dumb. Uh,
1: what what was the secret? dumb? The
2: secret is a philosophy. All like right, like let's, not get, <laughs> let's oh not get into this.
1: Let's not get into this. All right, uh, if you want to yell at Danny about his his theories on the the secret, you can hit him up on Twitter at
2: I have so many <laughs> uh, at Nick comma, Daniel. The word
1: comma. Because All right. that's how Twitter works. If you want to praise J.D. for how awesome he is on all of these podcasts, you can hit up up on Twitter at
0: jfreakingd.
1: And you can find all of my awesome live tweet musings. I'm having a lot of fun this year live tweeting. I think I'm quite humorous, which makes it even worse because I'm not funny. Um, so you can laugh at me and my t- stupid pride. Uh, at Atomic Geekdom, I live tweet The Flash, Arrow, uh, sometimes Once Upon a Time, sometimes Gotham. Maybe this week I'll do Supergirl. Um, so yeah, we have lots of fun live tweeting those and have cool conversations. I try to give as many of the Easter eggs out that are out there, uh, to let you know when they say something cool, that's in the comics that might lead to something cool later. Um, and there's, I try to keep them spoiler free for the West coast folks that follow us. So at Atomic Eekdom, uh, WCF. Yes. And the mountain CFs. Wait. Yes. Yes. uh, The mountain coast folk. Right. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't work. Didn't quite work. That's a great fan name. <laughs> Mountain that's Coast folk. <laughs> I think that song, Renegade, I think. Uh, uh, anyway.
0: Wow. Right. <laughs> All right.
1: I think that was Sticks. No. <laughs> There's another The Renegade. That's a Jeep commercial song. Uh, hey, hey,
0: hey. Hey, hey. hey Living like we're Renegades. Beautiful. Yeah, Thank you, Janie. I don't know
2: that one. I that just was, know. That's fantastic.
0: Feel... <laughs>
2: That's a great yeah, that, song,
1: too. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I actually like the Renegade Jeep commercial song. Uh, it's okay. really good. Okay. If you want to yell at, at us for our <laughs> what was that happening? our terrible impersonations, our terrible singing, yeah, uh, all of going it. going on anymore? You can hit us up on email, info at com. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Google Plus, Stitcher. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review. Tell your friends about our crazy, wacky fun. Lately, it's been a lot of... Um, JD, Danny, and myself. And I think we have a lot of fun. I think we do a good job entertaining you folks, being stupid. You know what I like
0: is the amount of D's in
2: our names. We all,
1: yes, we, an, we all have a D in like, our name. Yeah,
2: it's perfect. Like, yeah, no Shoot. weird J's or T's. Whoa, what's he <laughs> Why? Why is, is J no, the first one no, you go to?
0: Yours,
1: his name's
2: J. Your J, J is normal it. because it's immediately preceded or followed by a D. Right, so my J, J is, is weird
1: because it's D J.
2: Yeah, it's the opposite, and I hate
1: it. Yeah, it's dumb, I, and it's stupid, and nobody ever. Me it should DJ. be
2: after a D.
1: <laughs> weird. All right, that's our show this week. uh We hope you tune in again next week, and we haven't driven you away. Uh, check out our, our our Thursday show, The Geek Outs. That's where we kind of go over the news of the week, and we talk about what we're watching and all kinds of cool stuff, and we give our angry opinions about it all. Uh, yeah, it's very angry. It's, it's uh, the exact opposite of these shows. If you like people yelling at each other, The Geek Outs are for you. And <laughs> uh, it, It's usually about Batman versus Superman or Suicide Squad or how the comic book very movies are topics. taking over the world. Um yeah, we can hot
0: we, topic. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> we try to keep it real. Uh, talk about things that matter most. First world problems. That's right. Uh, all right. Until next week, we will see you later.